Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022, and this is day 1639 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and we praise you and thank you. Thank you so much for opening our eyes to see what you see, to shut out the things that you would have us to shut out so that we can focus on the purpose you've given us for today. I ask, Father, that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide our every steps and that we'll acknowledge you in all of our ways. I thank you so much for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I thank you, Lord, for speaking today. I ask that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Our message is seeing what others miss seeing what others miss. And God is using his people this day, this hour, this minute, this second to see the things that are missing and begin to fulfill it through our gifts and operating in our purpose. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 24. And uh, this is really an eye opener for me and uh, hopefully for you also. All right, so let's go to the word. Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 17. And it says, the 72 return, and these are the disciples, 72 disciples return is what he's talking about, returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. So this was uh, after Jesus had sent them out uh, to go forth in twos to go out and spread the good news about the kingdom of God. And now they're returning and telling them what has happened. They're excited saying, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. They gave God the glory, understanding that it wasn't in their name. It was because of Jesus. Verse 18, he replied, Jesus is replying. He says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So he's saying even Satan, um, <laughs> he, he too fell from heaven like lightning because he got focused on the wrong Thing. And he was cast out of heaven by God. And so he's telling us to make sure to focus on the right thing. 
we need to rejoice um, that not so much, however, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven so as to not stumble, get caught up in the pride that could possibly come along with deeming demons submitting unto you. Don't get too haughty about that, He, I believe the Lord is saying. But let's focus on the right thing, that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and that you continue to do the will of God. Verse 21, at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for that is what you were pleased to do. So when he says little children, childlike, people that are like you and me, <laughs> you know, many, uh, we're just, many of us are about doing what God has given us to do and not focusing so much on the grandiose things of life. Oh, that big mansion here on earth. And, you know, and again, I'm not downing that. There's nothing wrong with having that. The problem is when it has us and that's all we can focus on. And, and God is saying, Jesus is thanking God um, and glorifying God for revealing these things to uh, people that are least likely to ever be given some high position. <laughs> the, the one that seems silly, the one that seems like, oh, they can't do this. That's who God has given it to. Verse 22 says, all things have been committed to me by my father, no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. So Jesus chooses who he wants to reveal these, this word and these um, secrets to, um, and those who he knows will carry it out and not glorify themselves for it. Although there will be some that will fall by the wayside, but the key is once you've fallen, don't stop getting back up. <laughs> get back up, get back on track, repent, ask for forgiveness, and keep it moving. 23, then he turned to his disciples and said privately, blessed are the eyes that see what I see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Yeah, I love the way Jesus would talk. Listen, it gives us a whole lot to think about. You know, we may see all these movie stars and celebrities and, you know, politicians that seem to have it all going on and or that seem to know so much or that seem to have so much. And in all actuality, many of them have missed the mark and don't see what God is showing us. And so 
We must not get caught up in that. And and a lot of times, though, we're using our gifts that God has blessed us with to do the things that, you know, and it could be playing a sports. It could be uh, being a movie star. Uh, but the key is to not get consumed uh, by the world system or or that area that you're working in, those demons that hover over or have uh, been given authority by Satan to rule in certain areas. So, you know, you'll notice that a lot of musicians and, and uh, entertainers, one of the things that happens a lot is, you know, uh, getting addicted to uh, drugs and alcohol. You know, you hear their stories and how they had to, some of them overcame and some of them didn't. And you'll see, you know, there are other type spirits that have uh, been given um, assignments, I'll say, over certain areas. And you'll see that. You know, you see with politicians, the um, one that I see a lot, that demon is a lying spirit that uh, and vindictive spirit that you'll see hovering over people like that. And not all of them are that way. But I'm saying that it's such a heavy presence of it that they've gotten so consumed and caught up in that it's hard to know who's telling the truth. <laughs> and so even wherever we are and what we're doing, the same can happen. And we have to be aware with our eyes open and knowing what God is telling us to do even in the midst of all that going on around us. So point number one, have you ever been to a yard sale or saw a piece of furniture sitting in front of someone's house saying free or please take it? You grab it and take it home and, and make it like new. Um, you saw something special in that piece of furniture. Jesus told his disciples, blessed are the eyes that see what he sees. Or blessed are the eyes that see what you see. God has also blessed your eyes to see his glory, his unconditional love for us. He's also allowed you to see the beauty in those that the world shuns or cast away. Just like the pieces of furniture along the roadside. I remember my old pastor, Pastor Thurman Mitchell, uh, used to pick up furniture like that all the time and refurbish it and make it like new. It would be beautiful. I didn't see many of those pieces, but I heard a lot about it from the other people there in the church. And uh, and he, had, I think he even used it in a message before. Uh, but he would do the same in the gift that he had when it came to people. He would gather young men that a lot of people would cast away. And he would mentor those young men and pour into those young men and, and encourage and edify those young men. To now, uh, many of them are doing great things for the Lord. Um, one in particular, Henry Wash, who is like a son to me as well who is doing the same by mentoring young men through a nonprofit, God blessed him to start called Higher Aspirations. And now many of those young men are growing up and now they too will go forth and do great things. 
because of the obedience of Pastor Thurman Mitchell before he passed on and passed the baton to many others. But when God blesses you to see, you're able to see in the spiritual realm what uh, what even the rich and high position or highfalutin people of the world cannot see. And don't doubt it. Don't think, oh, whoa, what is this? This is, you know, and, and think that it means nothing. God is saying, I want you to see this for a reason. Point number two, embrace what the Lord is showing you and use it to joyfully fulfill your purpose. It will give you strength and encouragement to continue the journey. Be careful to not get distracted by the effects of the blessing the Lord has given you. It could possibly make us prideful. Just as Satan became prideful and was kicked out of heaven. Stay humble and do God's will always. And remember why he's blessing you with abundance. Okay? That abundance is not just for you. Of course, he wants you to take care of, he's blessing you to take care of yourself, uh, to get the things that you know you need and even the desires of your heart. But he's also blessing you to be a blessing to others. So don't ever forget it and continue to joyfully do his will. Continue to praise God through it all. Even when it seems like there's so many against you, so many that have fallen by the wayside and it's easy to just go ahead and do the same. But God is saying, keep going, keep going and see through his eyes so that you can continue to do his will. So I'm in schools now, back in schools for the fall and, you know, meeting with other schools about transition zone to start getting that into the schools, meeting with the school Friday about that. And in the meantime, (laughs) I am, you know, what I call hustling (laughs) to work. Uh, I still need to eat and all those things and uh, bring in uh, money uh, until, you know, grants come through and things like that. So I'm doing contract work with um, the Center for Conflict Resolution, who I'm, I've worked for over the last, you know, five or six years now, but as a contractor now. And so I'm, I'm doing that about two to three days a week. And uh, yesterday I was in a school, my old school, actually, which I'm really proud of, Central Middle School, and working with uh, girls right now, teaching them conflict resolution uh, skills. And it was an amazing time yesterday with the young ladies. They were extremely engaged and receptive. But God let me see something that jumped out you know, to me, uh, really heavily. And as we were talking, I don't even know what the subject was. I know we were, well, dignity. Yeah, we were talking about dignity and dignity, uh, your dignity being violated and how do we uphold others' dignity and how dignity and respect are different. How respect is something people say, you got to earn my respect. And dignity, we're all born to receive that. 
And so a couple of the young ladies said, well, I feel like my dignity is violated because I can't even walk down the hall uh, without a teacher having to walk with me. These are middle schoolers. Um, We can't socialize anymore in the cafeteria. And I said, why not? Because they changed it, they said. And so one of my colleagues told me afterwards that, yeah, they changed it. They pulled all the tables out of the cafeteria and replaced them with desks so that the youth can only sit one at a time, one person at a table. They're not socializing anymore and they're only able to eat by themselves. Um, And my heart was broken. I'm not blaming the uh, leaders. I just think it's because they feel like they're protecting the students. And because of something that may have happened in the past, they got out of hand. And so the solution was, hmm, we're going to just change everything. And we're not going to get any buy-in from the students. We're going to do this so that we are in control. I did notice when I walked in, as opposed to a few other years that I'd gone to, I'd been at Central and worked in that school for a good five years at least, all while I was at Center, the Center for Conflict Resolution. And uh, one of the things I noticed that was different was I didn't see kids walking down the hall every now and then. You'll see that kids wandering around when they should be in class. Didn't see that uh, classroom that I was in. You know, the teacher had good control. It was in the gym and, you know, good class management, I'll say. And and the students really liked her, too. Uh, but it wasn't about her being liked. It was just, you know, she was doing what she was supposed to do, but she truly cared about the students. And um, so that I saw, I'm like, wow, this is nice. Okay. But it's being done in a way that the students now have no voice. They feel hopeless uh, based upon all the kids that were sharing this in that class when we were talking about in the one class and they were talking about dignity. We had three classes But for that class, it came out, that was that second hour. And they had no school spirit. When I was there, we had lots of school spirit, um, excitement and happy. And, you know, when there was still, we didn't always like what the school did. Of course, we're not going to. But this hit a different chord for me. This, to me, is enabling our children to be sociable and uh, not allowing them that freedom to do that at the one time, one hour, or one 30 minutes or 20 minutes that they can do that. All the other times they're in a classroom where they can only speak when they raise their hands. And I know, again, not to, I think that the leadership is doing as good as they know to do. And there's certain uh, guidelines they have to meet with the state, all those things. So what God is showing me is I'm there to support uh, the youth and the leadership and to begin to have those conversations. So what is God showing you? He's allowed you to see something and you're going to be a disruptor. (laughs) 
That is what God is calling me to do, to be a disruptor of the status quo. And uh, he's calling you to do the same. And you will be in a space where it may be only you doing it in that area, but it will catch on. There are people right now in the uh, funding sector for nonprofits, uh, donors that are disrupting the cycle, the way they used to give out funding. Uh, having people like me that's a nonprofit fill out pages and pages and pages of paperwork. And even during the process, after getting the grant, filling out more and more paperwork instead of being able to focus on on what we've been given to do. And they see that and they're disrupting the cycle. What is God giving you to disrupt? What does he let you see that no one else could see? And it's up to you to begin to spread that. Get busy, get going, and do what God is calling you to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the reason we do what we do, so that souls will be saved and will continue building the kingdom of God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries. Org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And please check us out on KC or tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing with our youth, teaching them these workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development and peer mediation and human and sex trafficking awareness. You know, we're we're equipping them so that they're ready to go forth and fulfill their purpose too. Thank you all so much for your support, for your financial support, for your prayers, for your encouragement. It is truly appreciated. Uh, please join us this evening if you can at 630 for Bible study. It's actually called Life Talk. And uh, you can check that out. Get the link. It will be on Zoom from our website, the uh, JackieBikesMinistries.org website. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.